Hello, what have we here? Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered from your LB1 Year Taxi Squad. We are IDP Nation. And we are back here again. The uh, I guess the IDP Nation Prime, you might call it. I don't know. We're we're, we're the the original, the A show here. Uh, Daryl, how are you? Doing pretty good, Dan. How are you? We're doing pretty well. We're uh, you know surviving in the quarantine zone here. Uh, since yeah. since the world has all gone mad, we decided to bring in a madman himself. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice. The Dynasty Madman, that is. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Brown, how are you? Hey, I, I am doing well. Uh, I am glad to be here. I am the Dynasty Madman at Dynasty Madman, and I am an IDP aficionado, and that's why I have graced you with my presence today on the show. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I, I do dabble in IDP. I like it. I am not a guru by any stretch. I'm here to learn from you guys, but I cannot wait to talk to you guys about IDP tonight and it's not just because i've been locked in my house uh due to the coronavirus yeah yeah i think i went out the other day um to get a few things from the grocery store and since i've been locked in the house pretty much since then so yes. we took a walk around the neighborhood you know that's about it i well, smoked not- some meat outside on my patio for my family and I spent nice. like two hours outside, and honestly, it was the best two hours of this week. I, I kid you not. Just, you know, it was warm out in the 60s, breathing in the fresh air and, uh, you know, the smoke, of course. But yeah. just, you know, <laughs> being out there, and uh, it was decompressing and uh, relaxing. So, yeah, I'm getting back to the basics with the kids and the family, and yeah. so that's a positive for sure. Tomorrow is going to be nice, I think, but, like, it's really not been nice this week. It's been cold rainy. and rainy. Yeah. And next week's going to rain all week. I'm like, great. I'm like, I could handle this better if it was, like, nice. Because then the kids could go outside for a couple hours and just, you know. Exactly. We could throw the football around. You know, we could relax a little bit better. But, yeah, My being stuck in the My kids can beat the shit out of themselves in the trampoline. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to it. But if it's rainy, it's not going to happen, probably. Yeah, rainy's not happening. And who knows when. Uh, I don't know. I'm going back to work. I, I don't even know. <laughs> The, the state of Kansas has shut down K to twelve schools. Like they wow. said, our school year's over for the whole year already. Yes. Wow. And your your wow. state of Ohio is talking about that. They were the first ones yeah. to bring that up. They said we'll see in September, like as a joke. But I think that's maybe real life. Yep. I think that might wow. that might happen, Dan. It's um you know through April thirteenth already. You know spring break's blown the next three weeks. Um, learning at home and all that and then maybe yeah it, it might just be daddy daycare turns into daddy's the teacher i don't i didn't sign up for that i mean yeah. i don't even know if i'm qualified it's gonna be it's gonna be tough i'm qualified <laughs> but my own kids like i don't know me, me. Do they listen to you that's the thing your own kids just don't listen to you you can coach all the neighbor kids and teach them things yeah. how to throw the football how to hit the baseball better yeah. whatever it might be your own kids are like dad i know well my oldest yep. he he's a know-it-all so he uh he thinks he knows everything doesn't need my help is that ethan yeah 
Go Ethan. Go Ethan. Until, until, like, he's sitting there, like, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, two buttons later. Why won't you ever help me, Dad? (laughs) Yeah, because you start yelling and getting all pissy five seconds after I try to help him. That's your oldest, right? Yeah. That's exactly how they are. Mine's the same yep. way. Yeah. Mine's now my youngest way. with autism, he's actually a little easier because he uh, he actually has stolen my planning books out of my book because I was told to bring my planning <laughs> stuff home. So he's trying. He's in kindergarten. And he's trying to read fourth grade books and stuff upstairs. So nice. So he's trying to steal the the curriculum for for fourth grade here. But but yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, my wife was, was great. The other day she had off and she like, I don't know, took him outside and watered plants and showed him plants and stuff. I'm like, you're just trying <laughs> Yeah, my to... kids have been so bored. I kid you not. They've been asking like to learn how to do stuff. Like, you know, stuff that they never would ask before. Yeah. I can, the, the youngest was like, hey mom, can I massage your feet? I'm like, what the hell does he want? I've never heard this in my life. And then the oldest is like, Mom, isn't this the tea you like here in the Lazy Susan? You know, this this tea? She's like, no. You know, it's the peppermint tea. And he's like, can I make you a cup of tea? I'm like, what in the – where? whose house is this? I don't even know. I need and to so, teach but, the boy – I need yeah. to teach the boy how to uh, brew some coffee in the morning so I can just wake up and have it ready to roll. There you go. Exactly, man. That's great. Something uh, useful. Well, we wanted to to come on air and, and break the monotony of the coronavirus talk, so we'll stop talking about our quarantine lives here and get into a little bit of the defense. Uh, it, it's been a whirlwind of a weekend. Like the other day, yes. we were talking, Daryl and I, and we were just saying like how all these moves, like, and this is just the defensive side of the ball. The offensive side of the ball has been crazy too. Yeah. I mean, it, it just real quick. I know we don't want to delve into offense too much, but Madden would not accept the David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins tree. <laughs> oh no, man! No. There's no way. But you know what? I'm loving that. You go, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they could have. Yeah, no, you can't replace the <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. Honestly, the guy's been well, super consistent, super good. Everybody knows. I mean, yeah. it's not just that he's one of the top wide receivers. I mean, this is a guy who's consistently done it. He's gotten better and better. He started off slow down there. They got the team running, but I mean, he's like the guy that holds that offense together. And there's absolutely, absolutely no reason to trade him. Um, yeah. Any other team in the league who had a player like him or Larry Fitzgerald, you let those guys just play until they're ready to retire. That, that right. they, You know what? You have a seat at the table until you're ready to leave kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's asinine that they traded him away. Um, there it are so is. many things they could at, do, players at, they could draft or bring in. It's so stupid. They should have gotten what the Bills gotten for Diggs at least. The Bills, oh, the Bills, the Bills gave up a whole lot more to get Stephon Diggs than, yep. I mean. It doesn't make a lot of that's sense. Crazy. It really doesn't. But you have one guy who's not squawking at all, uh, never makes noise, shows up to work with his lunchbox, you know, kind of guy. And then you have Stephon Diggs, who is, you know, he makes noise sometimes. Uh, You could see him being traded. But the the value that each received from the teams they went to is disproportionate and just uh, it's out of sync. It's and it makes Bill O'Brien look that much worse for having made that deal. He looks like an idiot. Bill O'Brien's that GM in your. fantasy league that ends up tanking the the entire league because he ends up making such horrible trades that it ends up killing the league 
Yeah, the team's so bad at the end, no one will take it over. Yeah. You've got nowhere to go. He leaves because he's, he's tired of losing, right? Yeah. Exactly. And people are, you know, like, you know, it's a revolving door. But uh, but anyway, we're going to get into defense here. Daryl has some trades he wants to talk about, and then we'll, we'll do things the smart way, go team by team, you know. Fine. <laughs> but, uh, Daryl, you can go ahead with your trades. Yeah, there you go. Well, I appreciate that there, Mr. Dan, but... <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, we'll get right to it. So the Jaguars traded defensive end Calais Campbell to the Ravens for a 2025th round pick, and the Ravens turned around and immediately signed him to a two million dollar, uh, two year, twenty seven million dollar extension. Um, I think Campbell still got a lot left to play. I mean, he's fifty fourth, I think it is, on the all time list in sacks at eighty eight. Um, <clears throat> Tackles for a loss. He's sixth all time. Uh, and going to go to a team where I think he fits better than he ever did in Arizona or in Jacksonville because he's that type of player. They've they've been yeah. missing that type of guy up front, and I think he's going to fill a big role for them. Interesting that I did not know his name was Coldass Campbell. Did you say <laughs> Coldass? That's a nickname, right? <laughs> well, I meant to say Calais, but hey, it's a southern. That's a southern uh, talk there. Southern drawl. Southern drawl. Yeah. Drawl, yeah. Uh-huh. Cold, and cold ass Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm used to him being a jaguar. So, well, while we're talking, since we'll kind of segue into this, not only did they get Calais Campbell for basically nothing, uh, they signed <laughs> Michael Brockers also. Right. So they got some beef up front on that team now. Um, and not that they didn't have good players up front, but now they have two pretty elite guys up front. I thought it was interesting that they signed Brockers to a three-year, $30 million deal, though. Yeah, it is. Um, that's big money. That's big money for him. I mean, big money, but, I mean, they and somebody said it when they traded for Campbell, um, they don't want Derrick Henry running all over them again. Right. Well, God, you, them up. Yeah, for sure. you know what? They can't sign enough players to stop that big bad boy. No, please. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't. Just, you need more than eleven guys. But That's anyway, right. Brockers and Campbell will definitely help. <laughs> they also franchise tagged Michael Judon, um, and you know they tied up Chuck Clark earlier in the season. I mean, they they really have uh, done what they need to do with defense. They have not made any other big splashes, but I don't think they really need to to fix much. I mean, they could use a linebacker, but overall, I, like I think that they did that though with Judon. I, he's I like him as a player, and that's great that they well, did that. Judon Judon's going to be the big beneficiary here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because you have Calais Campbell and Michael Brockers, they're going to command some double teams up front, which means, uh, you know, and, and they don't blitz Judon all the time. So you never know what he's coming, and if he is coming, he's probably got one of those two uh, guys eating space in front of him. Um, yeah. Somebody was asking about Calais Campbell's value. I think him and Brockers, they both kind of stay the same or even drop a little bit value-wise for IDP. Um, they're big names and they're big good players, uh, but I think they're better players than IDP assets still. I think Clayus yeah, Campbell no, takes no a rise. hit. But I think Clayus yeah. Campbell takes a hit because he's going to be moving more interior linemen than edge rusher like he was in Jacksonville. So switching from a three, so a four three to a three four makes it yep. tough. 
what's next there, Daryl? Oh, this, this is just horrible. My Titans, they traded defensive tackle Jarrell Casey to the Broncos for a 2027. Yeah. But um, and there's a lot of Titans fans are upset and they're like, you're only getting a seventh for him. Right. I get Fan it. Fan favorite player, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You're only getting a seventh round pick for him, but you have to look at the bigger picture. This was a cost cutting move. The Broncos took on the full remaining of his contract of three years for forty one million. Oh, they wow. need this cap space because they're going to pay Henry, and that's that's exactly what this was about. They're they, going to pay they, Henry. So now hold on, they needed the cap space to give Vic Beasley nine point five million dollars. <laughs> Beasley's oh, not worth that. What the hell? Jesus Christ! Don't get me started on that. Well, hey, we're covering the Titans right now while we're at that too. Uh, it, obviously, great move for Denver. Uh, I I don't think Casey's value changes much. Uh, same system, pretty much. Right. Uh, I think he'll do about the same. I mean, they do have Derek Wolf there as a productive defensive end in that 3-4. So, right. you know. Um, but I think the real story – actually, I'm sorry. I undercut that. Vic Beasley gets $12 12 million? Jesus Christ. Are you 9. serious? 9.5 is guaranteed, yes. Yeah, well, why? Why? Is why so much? Why do you guys think they gave him so much? What the hell? I have no uh, idea. I could. Stupid. I have no idea. I would have kept Gerald Casey. I would have too. Because, I mean, that's basically Jarrell Casey's money right there for this year. I mean, I know it's the extra two years. I get that. But, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Vic Beasley? Why'd they pay him that much? It's insane. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know either. It's a one-year prove-it deal. He's really done nothing since, I think, 2000. 15 when he led the league in sacks. It's a I long mean, time. I, I get it. I mean, I, I really don't know what their thinking was. I mean, the Casey deal, like I said, that's so they can pay Henry, but to turn around and pay Beasley this, I, they need a pass rusher opposite of Harold Landry. I get it. Yeah. Um, maybe this was the cheapest option, and it's a. am not one that's fond of reclamation projects. I just ain't. But uh, maybe Vrabel and company, maybe they can turn him around. If not, they can get out of it pretty easily. So maybe that's what they're looking at. Yeah, I think with the the whole deal here, I think it opens up Jeffrey Simmons uh, to either sink or swim. I I think he showed that he can play last year towards the end of the year. Well, I think um, he's swimming. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it's they're giving him the reins. You know, they're not going to hold him back any. Um, coming off the ACL surgery, I mean, some yeah. are saying he would have been a top 10 pick if not for the surgery. And I think it's a little bit of a case of, we've talked about it, Dan, getting out a year early than getting out a year too late with a yeah. player. Yeah, I, I, I get I it. I just think. Kind of where... Go ahead. I just think Beasley's not worth I'd rather have no, Terrell Casey than Vic Beasley. I yeah. would, too. I, I completely agree. The money-wise, I mean, I know it's two years more for Casey at an, an older player, but I, I get what they did, but a seventh-rounder is yeah. all you can manage for that. Like, I mean, I that know sounds bad. I, I know the salary. How much they're paying Beasley. Good God. Yeah. yeah. The salary they took, I guess, is, is why you're only getting a seventh, so. Yeah, I mean they're taking on three years, forty-one million plus. Makes so sense. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. But Titans fans around here are not happy. I mean, they, they whew, they're hot. I bet. I bet. 
Uh, so what else do you have trade-wise? Uh, the Lions traded cornerback Darius Slay to the Eagles for a 2023 and a fifth. And then the Eagles turned around and gave him, uh, gave Slay a three-year, $50 million extension. But huge win for the Eagles, man. They desperately needed this corner. Um, I know Shane will be happy about that. but uh, Yeah, that's we'll a get, good corner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lions made a lot of moves this week, and I don't know that this was one of their best. I think you got to keep a player like Slay, but apparently he won an extension. They didn't want to do it, so they moved on. Uh, well, if you're a believer in PFF, um, the, the PFF ratings for Slay was not very good this year, or last year for that matter. So Two years in a row, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was a little better in 2018, but 2019 was uh, – PFF wise, a terrible year from what I read. Now, isn't he the kind of guy, the um, the the kind of cornerback that can uh, take out, you know, play press against like the best receiver on the other team? Isn't that kind of his thing? He can. He can. And part of the argument why Detroit wasn't good for him was uh, he he's wants to play man, and they play a lot of zone. Uh, yeah, so, well, that's what I'm saying. If he if he wants to play man press, if that's what he, he's good at taking that, you know, elite receiver, at least slowing them down. I mean, it, that's worth worth some money. I mean, yeah, that's part of the argument that, that that's part of the argument that Marcus Peters had when uh, you know he was had a down season was you know he wants to play man coverage, not pre- not zone, but finding corners that can do both, I think, are is a challenge because right. Very rarely in the NFL are you just going to play one scheme the entire game, right? I mean, Patrick Peterson, I know, and you know, got Tre'Davious White and Stephon Gilmore. They kind of play the same guy the entire game for the most part. But I mean, when you're trying to mix up schemes and trick the quarter, I mean, the quarterback, if he knows his man, he's just going to find somewhere else. Uh, right yeah 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 he's just a a better fit right yeah so i mean slay i think will definitely help the eagle secondary uh but they lose malcolm jenkins Uh, malcolm jenkins is going to back to new orleans um (laughs) i like it yeah i I do too i i think his value stays about the same uh i don't see it going really up or down um slay i think He'll be about the same. I mean, I don't really. He, he's a big play guy, so in leagues that are big play oriented, you could probably uh, use Slay. But you know, you're not normally looking for a shutdown guy as your. You know, Slay started. made his name what three years ago when he led the league with eight interceptions and 26 pass deflections. Yeah. Um, wow. The last two years, he's really he kind of dropped off. But is that because they're not targeting him as much? I mean. You know, he's only had five interceptions and 30 pass deflections since then. But, you know, when you're that good, teams are going to go away from him. They're going to pick at somebody else if you're making a lot of plays. Um, I think he's one of the better corners in the league. Um, It'll be interesting to see with him going to the Lions take Okuda early in the draft because everybody thinks he's going to I've seen that mocked. I've seen it mocked there a couple times. Yeah, I have too. They've also signed, um, what's his name, Desmond Cheerfont. Oh yeah, yes, oh, so, yes, yes they sir, did. They did. So, I didn't know that. So they and they also so Detroit. While we're well, we'll talk about Philly, I guess Philly. Um, 
Get Slay, <laughs> and then they also signed Javon Hargreave, who I think is a good oh. pickup. A D tackle. Oh man, that's great. Such a good... He's a good D tackle, Hard... young D tackle. Yes. Uh, I think his value goes up. He gets to play in a four three. I think he'll be, you know, he's playing next to Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett. Derek yeah. Barnett. There, there's rumors that Ngakwe may be traded to Philly. Philly's interested apparently in Ngakwe too. So I love Ngakwe. Love that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, he is currently franchise tagged and has said yeah. he's refusing to go to Jacksonville. So Jacksonville <laughs> needs to find a trade partner. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just a matter of time till they they find a deal for him because he's. I just figure he's going to hold out. He's not happy there, so. Yeah, and I mean, I, I honestly think that uh, <clears throat> the Trufant signing really solidified the fact that Slay was getting out of town. Um, the trade was busy though; they did not yeah. let up. Uh, they signed Trufant. They also signed Jamie Collins, which happened today, oh, they, apparently. Did they really? That yeah. guy's yeah, they did. Rounds, they signed... He's only 30 they, years old. Right. They signed Trufant, two years, $21 million. Yeah. Not a big contract, but Collins was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, he was a good player for New England the first time no, around. Patricia went Tree. To Cleveland and went to Cleveland, kind of fell off, went back to New England. Had a good year, and now he yeah. goes to Detroit. So same system, but I, yeah, but I think he does better in Detroit than he ever did in Cleveland. So I kind of like this. Cleveland, yes, he had a really good season last year in New England. I know a lot of yes. people had him written off, including me. Yeah, but right. I, I had him in a couple leagues just out of necessity, and he produced great. Right. Um, also going there, Danny Shelton from New England, who had a career year in New England, by the way. Yeah. So again, you know. New England loves to take those Browns players, whether they had already been in New England or not, and, yeah. and revitalize their careers and turn them into superstars. Because Sheldon didn't do anything in Cleveland. He couldn't. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it really wasn't his fault. But, I mean, the Browns sucked. <laughs> so Sheldon comes in, uh, and he and Nick Williams both uh, were brought in. He was from Chicago. Uh, to fill the void of Ashawn Robinson, who is uh, headed to Los Angeles uh, yes. to be with the Rams. Do you guys like Ashawn Robinson? Did he ever become what? I mean, is he he's good? He's pretty solid. Yeah. He's, he's, solid. Not, he's solid. He's kind of below what I expected, though. He's not the guy we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's been Fair solid. Enough. He was actually a really good IDP player this past year. Um, yeah. Much okay. better than, um, what's his name, uh, Snacks, that had a terrible year this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, um, the reason I asked, I have him on a few teams, Ashawn Robinson, and finally, you know, he finally did something, like, with, yeah. you know, last couple of seasons, and I was like, wow, I, you know, want to cut this guy, you know, I drafted him or whatever, and he, he's finally doing, and so I don't know if he's, if there's more there, if the ceiling's higher, or if this is him, but, you know, he's turned it into kind of a steady thing, at least, and right. I mean, I'm happy that he's n- not nothing anymore, he's, well, you know, yeah. contributing I, to my I, teams, but. I don't know if Dan will agree with me. Ashawn, he was, like he said, he was good in Detroit, but I'm real. If if I'm an IDP owner, I'm kind of buying into him, seeing if I can get him in all my leagues, because he's going to the Rams, and who is on the Rams? Aaron Donald, who makes everyone better. So I mean, I think you can get him kind of cheap, and I think he's going to 
have a better year than he's ever had in Detroit. Um, so, you know, if I can find him for a good price, I'm, I'm buying a Sean Robinson in IDP leagues right now. But would you buy Michael Brockers last year before? Um, not really. Not really. <laughs> he's going to fill Michael Brockers spot. So that means he's, he's not going to be. I think those, he's better than Brockers. Production wise, he's not going to put up numbers though. He'll be okay. okay. He'll be okay, but he's not going to be somebody I'm going after. I got to have. I mean, if we if we really want to dig deep into this, we don't because we have about you know another twenty teams. To and Domicon Su, <laughs> we don't. He's and Su was the key to Aaron Donald being what he was that big year. I, I wrote a piece on that twenty Zach season. But and Su wasn't any. IDP he Marvel that year. So no, he didn't. But he eat up enough tackles. He he commanded enough attention to free up Aaron Donald. Okay, Aaron Donald you're still not good. telling me to go buy Ashawn Robinson though. By that logic, I think Ashawn Robinson's better than what Michael Brockers was. So yeah, if and you can get him cheap. I don't so see if that. you're looking for a cheap option, I'll go get it. Cheap, yeah, but I don't. I think you're overpaying for. I mean, no. Uh, yeah. You're overpaying for Aaron Donald. You're not going to overpay well, yeah, for Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I'll go get him off of waivers, but I'm not going to go pay anything for him. No, but if you're doing a trade, you can get him as a throw-in. Well, I'll take that all day. I mean, that I mean, realistically, price, price that's, matters. It yeah, does, yeah, but no, that's, that's what you got to look at. When you're looking at the... And, and I'm you're saying go get him. You're, cause you're, what you said originally was, I'm going to go after him. That's, yeah, I'll go get that's him. not what I'm because most owners are going to give him away cheap because he's done nothing in Detroit really. They're going to be like, you know what, I don't want him. So he you can probably two, get... he had two decent seasons back to back though. So you can't say he's done nothing. Well, you think the price um, Daryl is good enough that you're going to seek him out now? Right. I think the value for him is good enough, and the situation he's going to is a little better than what he was in. I think it's good enough for me to at least entertain uh, acquiring him. I will... So if you get him for the same price as someone paid last year, and you know his value, let's say his value is the same, you you expect his production to be a little higher, so you win even if, even if marginally. I mean, I could see that, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I'm not going after. Well, you know, I, I'll, go after, to say I'll, I'll go after Danny Shelton. Dan, we're not going after Ashawn Robinson if we don't already own him. Yeah, uh, I'll go Christ. after Danny Shelton. Really? He's going to really? take the place of Ashawn Robinson. Did, yeah. God damn! He's going to take the oh place my. of Ashawn Robinson again. I'm not going to go like head hunting. I'm not going to give you a third for him. I'll pick him You're up not... off of waivers where he is right now. I don't even know who you are right now. You done said you could take <laughs> Danny Shelton over Ashawn Robinson. Value. Really? Value, value. The value Again, is there. Getting, Robinson. I can, I can get Shelton off waivers. I can't get Robinson off waivers. Yeah, let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Play connect the dots. Come on. Drink another seltzer, there, Nancy. I'm drinking water. Uh, anyway. God bless it. Anyway, uh, I guess connecting more dots. Let's go to another trade, and then we'll connect some more dots right. here. <laughs> God, I hope so. I hope you're better at this one than the last one. Um, here, I've got two more, but I'm going to skip to this one. 
the 49ers traded uh, defensive tackle DeForest Buckner to the Colts for a 2021st, which is actually the 13th overall pick in this year's draft. I was surprised by that trade. Were you guys? I was was shocked. I was floored. Because the really Niners, uh, they they rode that defensive line to the Super Bowl last year, and <laughs> right, sure and now they, they traded one of the literally largest human beings in the NFL. <laughs> no, he's six foot, he's six foot beings, seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you know. Let me find this because I want to put some context into this. I believe it was Eric Armstead. Yeah. He got paid. Correct. They decided to pay the one year wonder instead of the steady DeForest yes. Buckner. He had a career a career year in tackles, sacks, and tackles for loss. I don't get it. He, he actually led the team in sacks. I think it was ten or eleven. Still, um, I, I'm not I'm not paying the guy that couldn't stay healthy for four years. Oh, I agree. I over DeForest Buckner, who's been nothing but a stud for you the entire time he's been there. I completely agree. Yeah, so. I don't. I I think that's a weird move. I don't understand. Yeah. But. I don't think they could have got anything more than what they did. The thirteenth overall pick. They did well getting what they got, but I mean, right. I don't. I would rather trade Armstead, but I know Armstead was a free agent or to be True. or whatever. But True. and I'm with Madman. When this news first came across my phone, and I looked down, I, was and like, I seen what? that. I was like, "What in the hell are they doing?" Well, NFL Network took five minutes out of their Tom Brady talk to talk about the Forest <laughs> Buckner. Oh, I know, man. It God has literally forbid. been Tom Brady, and that's it. It's, Tom Brady it's, and Jameis Winston. That's been yep, the talk. Yep. And there's so much more going on, and, yeah. and and much of it. Well, all of it's more interesting than Jameis Winston. I mean, yeah, you know, absolutely. it's not a shocker when you throw 30 interceptions that an NFL team isn't going to like you anymore. I was fine <laughs> with him because he did. You know, he's. He got you plenty of fantasy points despite the 30 interceptions, especially if you didn't get penalized for the interceptions. Oh, God, he, yes. he, yeah. he was like one of the top scorers last year if you didn't penalize interceptions in your league. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, who cares? Like, that's not the storyline. There's so much going on. And then, of course, Tom Brady, his crazy ass takes over everything. Uh, <laughs> and appalling at some at some point okay he's going to he's going to tampa because his ego is so huge and he's right. never going to let drew Brees pass him by but even some of the defensive signings the team shoring themselves up um other than tom brady leaving new england um which is falling apart i don't i just there's not a story really for me i don't right. care yeah no, i'd rather talk about DeForest buckner going to the colts and it's huge he's dude. gonna he's gonna it i is. mean he's he's gonna be doing pretty well there the one thing that the colts do need is is somebody on the edge whether that's re-signing uh jabal sheard or you know they have justin houston there they have ben bag uh banagoo uh they have some other guys kamiko Toure. they have some guys there who's gonna step up is this the big question yeah. um obviously darius leonard uh is a stud uh, they've been pretty quiet besides that on the signings front. Uh, in fact, they don't have any signings. Oh, really? <laughs> but uh, DeForest Buckner is the, the, the guy. Um, well, I mean, actually, made, I mean, I'm made, sorry. They signed Phillip Rivers. So, but that's, that's what I was to say. They made one key signing on each side of the ball. DeForest yeah. Buckner and Phillip Rivers. Hard to argue that. really is. Yeah, they're going for it. They just paid Jacoby Brissett a ton of money. 
it's weird that I mean, is is Rivers at this point in his career really that much better than Brissett? He's I mean, not. I know he was in his prime, but is he now? I said last year it looked like Rivers' arm, like he looks like he needs like to put every ounce of energy into the ball to get it to go twenty yards. Which it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's going to be rough. I think they're, I don't know. I think they're banking on like. 10 years ago, Philip Rivers. Which, before uh, the 33 kids? Yeah, before yeah. the, uh, <laughs> before he has to, he, he has to buy like three houses to split up his kids so they're all socially distancing I themselves. <laughs> Honestly, I think before his contract is up, his oldest son will already be playing in the NFL too. He um, might be. <laughs> he, can, he can snap and ball. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, the 49ers haven't done much besides signing Eric Armstead and Ronald Blair. Yeah, they haven't done much. Um, right. They're, they're, they're still just letting people go, it seems like. They I don't know how you backfill for DeForest Buckner in the draft or otherwise, or if they even care if they'll go there. But that um, seems like a big void. I mean, they, they did have uh, an abundance of talent there last year. I mean, they yeah. still have Solomon Thomas. They still have Eric Armstead. They still have Nick Bosa. They have Ronald Blair to mix in. Uh, they have uh, another DJ Jones, I think it is, up front. They they have guys. It's just nobody's DeForest Buckner. Yeah. And I've been on on uh, on tape saying DeForest Buckner is the best defensive you know tackle in the league. Oh yeah, absolutely. IDP wise and probably just moving human beings wise, <laughs> right? <laughs> but anyway, he's, what's the, he's one uh, of the guys I drafted high um, in in an IDP league? Um, I got my hands on him, and I never, yeah, he's been a staple of my defense ever since. Never, I mean, plug and play. Yeah, DeForest uh, Buckner bust man. If if I don't get DeForest Buckner in a startup, uh, I just don't care about the defensive tackle till the very end. Right. So, uh, what's the last trade you got there, Daryl? Um, it's, yeah, come it's, on, really, it's a small one. The Patriots trade to Ron Harmon and a 2027th to the Lions for a 2025th. Um, just another Matt Patricia trying to build what New England had taken their guys, I guess. Not yeah. a big trade, but. Well, we'll talk about some New England flocking uh here yeah uh in a little in a, in a little bit here in, in a short amount of time a bit. uh so yeah they get him they also signed jaron curse from the vikings so they're gonna have a apparently they're not happy with their safety room because they traded for one and they brought one in so right um we already talked about most of the Detroit signings uh the the patriots i just i don't know uh, there's a theory going around. They did sign Bo Allen for defensive tackle. <laughs> there's a theory going around that they're going to try to just tank. Tank get, for Trevor Lawrence? Get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I saw and that. And then dominate the league for another 20 years. But uh, I, You know, I don't yeah. think even, even if they get off. Trevor Lawrence, I think they're losing too many pieces on defense. No, I think Belichick might be uh, checking Retiring. out. Retiring? Maybe not this year, but because him and Brady both have the ego that they want to be better than each other, separate. Now. Right, right. 
But, well, uh, Belichick doesn't like star quarterbacks. People are like, hey, Cam Newton could go there. Hey, Jameis no. Winston could No. He'd rather, he'd rather try with Jared Stidham or Andy Dalton. I mean, Dalton. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, hey, Andy Dalton, maybe, right? Something maybe. like that. But he's maybe. not going to do much, and uh, he doesn't want the ego. So, yeah, Stidham's probably the guy. You know, last night um, on the HQ show, Shane, Mike, and I had – um, Mark Schofield on the quarterback guru, of course. Yeah, know, he was in my uh, SFB division. Yeah. yeah, he's a New England Patriots fan all his life. You know, he's you know he's he rubs elbows with those beat reporters and yeah, uh, he does a Patriots like, locked on yeah. Patriots podcast. Yeah, locked on Patriots podcast. I mean, he he knows all that stuff, and you know what you just said echoes what he told us last night, Dan. Uh, and that's that they seem to maybe they're tanking for, you know, Trevor Lawrence or maybe they do something crazy and somehow get, you know, Tua in this draft or something like that. Uh, who knows? They don't really have the capital, but probably going to have to do something because, like he said, there's just so many pieces that have left that there's just not anything there anymore, uh, you know, to lead, you know, like right. Brady used to have. and. He furthermore said, you know, Brady's crazy and like Brady probably thinks that, hey, Belichick doesn't want me. So I'm going to go down to Tampa and beat all of Drew Brees records like he'd, he'd get on the elevator right now and tell all of us that I was a six round pick. Hey, I was a six round pick. Like he, he it's just like what drives him. He's that <laughs> insane about it. Yeah. And that um, he's not sure what's going to happen, but that Belichick's probably not going to stop coaching. So I don't know, man. And they're going to have to do something at the quarterback position, though, because if they try to ride out Stidham this year. That's a tank for ugly. something. Yeah. That's oh, what do we have at Stidham? I can tell you already. You you have like uh, Mark said last night, four wins. <laughs> That's what you have with Stidham. <laughs> if you're lucky, if you're lucky, Cody Kessler. So what are they doing then? Yeah, Cody Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't say that with a straight face. Uh, so speaking of de- destroying New England, uh, Brian Flores apparently has made it his mission to just de- dismantle New England. Uh, uh-huh. They sign away some some talent. So Miami here, I think, has been the big spender and probably the big winner. The, the only thing I caution you is Washington won free agency for like 15 years straight, and what do they have yeah. to show for it? Um, they came away with a couple Patriots. Kyle Van Noy goes. Rap. They also get a Landon Roberts to go um, from wow. New England to Miami. Miami also went out, and they now have the two highest-paid corners in the league. There you go. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. I think Byron Jones was a great signing by them. I, I think, think so, too. I mean, everybody years, wanted Byron Jones. and a half million. I think that was a little bit high, yeah. but I think that was a good signing for them. They really needed that. Um I think Vanoy is going to help them a little bit. Uh, who was the other guy? You met, Landon Roberts will Landon help Roberts. them. They also, um, at, at linebacker, signed Camus Grugier-Hill. They also signed Emmanuel Ogba. And Shaq Lawson. And Shaq Ogba. Lawson. And Gakwe and Ogba. Those are my two guys. Yeah. I, I, not just because I like their last names, either. You like the African <laughs> players? And African Gakwe last and names, Ogba. yeah. Uh, how about Clayton? How about Clayton Fedulum got resigned? <laughs> really? Man, um, that's a lot of players. 
Yeah, they, 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 they've been spending ridiculous amounts of money on, on they defense. Does that ever work out on the defensive side, guys? Does that does that pay off sometimes when got, when teams throw money? Like in? I said, Washington. It doesn't always on offensive. Rarely, rarely. Washington Redskins, uh, Albert Hainsworth, it's, you, you go back to <laughs> him. Like, you know. <sighs> Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you look at, boy. last year we loved the Landon Collins signing in Washington. They were still god awful in defense. So I mean, it doesn't add up to wins. Um, however, they spent money in areas that they needed. Now yeah. they still have three first round picks too. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's so huge. they made they made some good signings. I mean, the only one that's whatever is Clayton Fedulum. Um They didn't spend much on him, but uh, Grugier Hill was a one year prove it deal. Uh, Lawson Special they gave teams guy. ten million. Uh, well, probably because Van he- Noy. Van Noy, you figure Baker's going right. to play. So you got a couple guys there already. Um, they've spent a lot of money. They, I mean, they almost bought an entire defense. Yep. <laughs> the only thing you're missing is tackles, which they have Godshaw and uh, Christian Wilkins. So, I mean, right. this defense could shape up to be pretty good. They also you, have Rashad you, Jones still as well. Yeah, and you, you hit on the Redskins. Yep. I mean, you know, they've been one that's usually – among the leaders in spending money or throwing money well, away. Ron Rivera is not. So Yeah, they've been pretty quiet. And right now, the only signing they had was Thomas Davis. Why? Uh, false. They've also signed Kendall Fuller. Eh, loser. Kendall Fuller is a Super Bowl champion corner. Loser. <laughs> uh, you loser. also you, you forgot about Sean Davis coming over from Pittsburgh to team with... Yeah, Landon Collins. Yeah, but with Landon Collins, that's a pretty good tandem. Yeah, it's a pretty good tandem. They got they need corner help. They got Fuller. Loser. They had um what's his name? Um They got rid of Josh Norman. Moreau. Got, loser. <laughs> wow. They got Jimmy Moreland, the rookie. He'll be alright. He's not a rookie. Gonna anymore. need some time to grow. Um they have no corners. They're going to get roasted on the we outside. We just named three. They're going to get roasted on the outside. Mark it down. Uh, the Fuller's good. Fuller nice. sucks. Fuller's Jesus. good people, man. Come on. I like Fuller. Sucks. Loser. Anyways, whatever. Uh, Washington made some signings. Um, let's see. What team haven't we hit on here? We talked about Miami. Giants. Uh, yeah, the Giants. The Giants yeah. signed Blake Martinez, James yes. Bradbury, and Kyle yes. Fackrell. Um, Martinez, obviously the big prize there. That should solidify their tackling. I'm not sure he's a game changer on that defense. Right. <laughs> you need game changers. No, but for IDP, he's going to give you exactly what he's been giving you. Yeah, I don't think his value changes any. Absolutely. Now he does hurt Ryan Connolly and uh, oh David Mayo's value a little bit. David Mayo shouldn't have even been part of the conversation. So stop. I'm that. just saying. I know somebody asked somebody asked us on Twitter about David Mayo, and I said, right. Who cares? He was a backup. I think. I think it's going to be Connolly and Martinez inside. You're yeah. going to have uh, Lorenzo Carter and help me, Dan. Who's the other guy on the outside? 
Well, they're uh, they're they're kicking around nah, the idea nah. of bringing back Marcus <laughs> Golden. Uh, yeah, that could be the guy. Because uh, nobody's nobody's signed at that other linebacker spot yet, but um, they could bring right. back Golden. Uh, they were they were kind of saying that they're out on Clowney just because of the money that he's going to command. So, Clown, that's one of Clowney's landing Clowney spots. Is Clowney worth that money? Is he worth? I don't it? know. He's he's reportedly priced himself out of the market because okay. he's I think not signed yet. He's, he's asking for twenty million. Um, me and Dan talked about this either last week or the week before. He's not a impact player but he's never he's had a, a double digit sack season what was it we said dan i forget he's a he's a game changer not a stat sheet filler no we we called it something else he has so many moments each game impact he makes, player. He, he makes so many <laughs> impact players a game but not he you know you can count on him making one two three plays per game but outside of that, he's not going to give you a whole lot. He's not a Those stat first. sheet filler. He's a right. he's a he can pressure and he can right. do some things. Like I mean, he had some big game changing turnovers for Seattle last season, but he didn't ever really fill the stat sheet. Like so, right. for I, IDP purposes, yeah, IDP purposes, he's a good great name to throw out there, but. Don't I mean, expect... Speaking of great names, uh, guys, Randy Gregory, he's coming back, right? <laughs> I picture him in a lot of green, not so much the colors in Dallas, but more green, like maybe more... an eagle or a jet. I picture him in orange. Penitentiary <laughs> colors, yeah. yeah. What's that guy's issue, man? Was he? Was it weed or was it other stuff? What was it? I mean, he, he was weed, he'd up. come back now and be fine. But uh, Right, yeah. Josh Gordon's pal. When he came out of Nebraska, he was, I mean, he can he play the position. Beast. He oh, was, yeah, and he's still a beast, but it's the off-field stuff with him. I mean, you get him on the field and let him play, he's probably as good as anybody in the league. He really is, because I'm telling you, when he was at Nebraska, he dominated people. Yeah, head really screwed on a little bit, not straight. Right, yeah, exactly. Not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's just not relevant speaking of right. uh, <laughs> Dallas yeah. speaking of Dallas uh, Rob, Robert Quinn yeah moves on to Chicago what do you guys think of that though uh, why... I help Khalil Mack a lot he's going to help other people more than he's going to help your IDP team yep <laughs> so I think he takes a hit there going back to outside linebacker I mean, he had a decent season with the Rams at outside linebacker, but mm-hmm. I don't like him as an outside linebacker. I mean, I know you're you're splitting hairs of what, but the scheme says he's not going to really have his hand down and not really be a you know purely edge rusher. So unless yeah. Chicago changes their theory, which I don't think they're changing anything for one guy, right? It's called an edge. That's yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think he helps Mac a little bit. He'll at least draw a little attention away from Mac, free him up just ever so slightly. So, yeah, I think he's a definite upgrade over Leonard Floyd, who they let go. Yes. Oh and yeah. Leonard Floyd went to where did he go? Rams. The Rams. 
back to the Rams again. So the Rams signed Floyd, immediately let go of Clay Matthews, and then cut Gurley today. Um, they're in complete cost-cutting mode, so they're not oh, really yeah. going to make any more signings. I mean, they signed Sean Robinson we talked about. Um, but, yeah, Floyd and Sean are about it for them. Uh, I doubt they signed much more than that. Uh, their old player, Corey Littleton, yeah, goes along with about five other guys to the Las Vegas Raiders. It's so weird to say that, Las yes, Vegas Raiders. It it's weird, man. Uh, but I think he maintains his value. He completely – you had about a three- or four-hour window to sell Nick Kwiatkowski. I like Nick. Because Kwiatkowski uh, signs with the Raiders, and then about three or four hours later, Littleton signs with the Raiders. So everybody's thinking, oh, it's Nick Kwiatkowski season, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, right. And then yeah, Corey Littleton signs with them. I call him Kwiatkowski because he's that guy that just sneaks up on you. He's always a little cheaper than he probably should be. You get him off waivers, and he always, like, I mean, not you used to be able to. And, and he'd help your team. Like, he's just, he quietly... Kwiatkowski kind of anyway. Well, he sneaks up on your team when you know somebody gets hurt because that's the only time right. he ever yeah, played. <laughs> he only played when when Roquan Smith was slow getting started his rookie season, and then when Trevathan went out, which Trevathan did re-sign with the Bears, which is kind of surprising. The Raiders made some decent moves, though. Yeah, so the, the Raiders the, the Raiders picked up Littleton. Uh, they picked up Kwiatkowski. Uh, they did pick up Jeff Heath, which I don't understand necessarily. Um, right. Carl Nassib to kind of back up the defensive ends, be a rotation player. They got Eli Apple, who I like that one. He's a great yeah. IDP corner. Yeah, he is. He's the Mal- He's like Malcolm Butler. He he gives you all kinds of points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Malik Collins was signed up front as well. What do you think about Kwiatkowski? Um, well, we just talked about that. He had about a three- or four-hour window to sell, and now he got <laughs> he got dwarfed by Corey Littleton. Although, I think if he plays like the, the Tahir Whitehead role, I think he could still be decent. Do they still have Vontez Burfick? Uh, no. Okay. So a, you're... He, he, was, he was suspended, and then he became a free agent. Oh, okay, so your two guys are Littleton and Kitakowski. Uh Who's the third guy on the inside? They don't really have a third guy on the inside. So I think those two, I think Those two are about it. Yeah, so I think Kwiatkowski is going to do really well in a starting role. I mean, he showed flashes that he can perform well at Chicago. He just never got a full-time role. Yeah, but why didn't he? He just wasn't ever good enough to beat the other guys ahead of him i don't understand that's a good question because i don't know that answer i i felt like he was better than some of the guys that chicago had so well they had roquan smith and danny trevathan is he better than either of those guys not roquan he filled in nicely for trevathan but i don't think he's good as trevathan but before trevathan got there he He was not around before trevathan got there trevathan's been there a few years has he? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but you probably are. Anyway, I think with, I think with Littleton, I think 
Kwiatkowski has a good opportunity in Oakland. I think he's going to be a good IDP linebacker because he's going to get plenty of opportunities. Who are you going to run at, Littleton or Kwiatkowski? I don't think it matters. And I think with those two defensive ends, Farrell and Crosby, they're going to funnel everything towards those linebackers. Uh, I wouldn't be. I, I think it's going to work out well, huh? I think so. I'm, you know, if you can get him cheap, I'm picking him up because he's, he's, he's probably going to outplay your what you gave up for him. The value is there. So nice. I'll sell him after a few good weeks, probably, because I probably picked him up last year for, you know, off waivers, <laughs> just trying to get something for him. This is the kind of stuff I'm here for. I'm here for all of it, but this is what I'm really here for. <laughs> this this insight is basically just helping Madman do better on his teams, uh, the ones that Dan is not my defensive coordinator. Yeah. Me and Dan will disagree on some stuff sometimes, but I like. I think, yeah. I think overall me and him have the same base Yeah, ideas except you're, on you're willing to... You, I gamble you, a little more, I think. Yeah. You, you draft in, like, a linebacker in the first three picks and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Bullshit. No way. Well, don't, see, <laughs> why, why you got to bring up old shit? See, Bullshit. Because that's where we yeah. differ. Like, I would not even dream of doing that, whereas yeah, you entertain it. Okay. And you tell me that I'm wrong for taking Bush at three, Devin Bush at three, and Devin White at four. Tell me that I'm wrong for doing that. I told you last year, I told you to take Miles Sanders and... Bullshit. Miles Sanders sucks ass compared to those two. Uh, and you yeah, know it. You I know never it. I defensive players oh. offensive players anymore. No. What? Oh, my God. I no. can't. I just, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I just I can't. can't. With you two. Praise it. <laughs> what well, I like anyway. about these guys talking about these players and, and kind of is that you don't maybe realize it's happening, but me more objectively on the outside listening to it, you guys end up funneling it down to give like advice on a, a situation and a player and all of it based on the little bit of, you know, agreement <laughs> and disagreement you do. It's almost like playing that game. What is it? You throw the disc in and it come. what the hell my kids play that and it kind of... <laughs> You guys end up bringing it to a point where you know people can get value out of that. You're not agreeing the whole time. You're not disagreeing the whole time. But there's definitely a a bit of consensus there at the end of it that's super helpful. I don't know if you get that, but I see that. Yeah, yeah. Plinko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are the plinko of IDP. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I'm a little more willing to gamble than Dan is. Yeah, but I if I'm, you take risks, and he's I, he's I do. But if I believe about, in something, I'm going to jump on it. Yeah, I mean, he would too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the yeah, there's just certain things that I don't do, like draft IDPs in the first round. Oh, oh man, never, freaking never, I do that. <laughs> I, I've especially this year. Especially hey, this it, year. I, I'm not scared. Ooh, this year. Ooh, ooh. Probably not. What size league? I don't know. 12 teams, and I got the 12th pick because I won the championship last year because I didn't take an IDP in the first round. (laughs) 12 12 teams, probably not, but anything over 12, I'll take one in the first round. He just completely passed over that that, that gut shot I just 
served up to him. But you know what? Can you see this? Can you see this? No, I can't actually. Yeah, you but, can. But uh, moving on, we we got. <laughs> I salute you, buddy. How about that? We we got some signings to to get to here. So um, what? Let's see what we got. <laughs> he said what? <laughs> uh, Jacksonville's interesting next. Uh, they get Joe Schobert. Ooh, big uh, one. Big 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 salary handed out too. Yeah, yeah, five years, sure. 53.75. That was a big I was contract. sad to see the Browns lose him good in coverage and stuff, but uh, otherwise, uh, you know, I mean, people had, I think value had higher than he's worth. They had replacement Let's... players. Mac Wilson and Taki Taki will slide right in there. Who would Same. you rather have, Wilson or Taki Taki? Taki Taki. I don't know. I'm not the one to answer that. I like Taki Taki's name, but they're probably both good. <laughs> I mean, Taki Taki was drafted a round higher than Mac Wilson. He's a mad Who, would, who would you rather have, Dan? Taki Taki or Wilson? Mac Wilson Not got more playing know it, time but last Taki year. Taki's real first name is Madman, so that's the guy I'm going for. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, it depends on who's playing in the middle, which I I'm think is going to be Taki Taki because I think Wilson ta- played more of the Kirksey role in that defense. I'm taking Wilson. I think Wilson's a better player. Yeah, they, I won't argue with you. He may be. I, a lot of people think didn't think so because he slid to, what, the fourth round? Mac Wilson yeah. did? I believe it was. I can't remember right off, but I think that's yeah. right. Because I think they took Taki Taki in the third and then took Wilson in the fourth. That sounds which one's right. the better athlete and which one has the higher ceiling? Is it the same guy? I think Taki Taki is, has the higher ceiling, better athlete, just not as controlled as Wilson, not as like in the zone yet. I, I just think... I think Agreed. he could be though. I think Wilson is a a more controlled, like cerebral. He's two down thumpers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like so him. my Browns are doing good things. We'll talk about them in a second. Uh, Jacksonville also got Dequiz Denard. To Wait a play minute, corner. you messed that up. You messed that up. It's not Jacksonville. Say it right. Say it right. Saxonville. Nope. You're close. You're close. What are we saying? Oh, he's Come just, on. he's just a hater. I'm not uh, hating. They also they also signed Rodney Gunter. <laughs> really? So, yeah. I mean, they're, that's who they signed. Rodney Gunter. Yes, Rodney Gunter. And you know that's why they're called Sucksville because they signed Rodney Gunter right there. Well, they're 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 going through a rebuild. Oh, okay. they're going through a rebuild. Bless their freaking hearts. Oh. You know they wanted cold ass Campbell. That's okay. <laughs> they had him. If they. Oh shit. Uh, so speaking, <laughs> we mentioned the Browns. We're like Beetlejuice around here. Uh, we yeah, did. yeah. So the Browns signed Andrew Billings. I think is their best signing. Oh, oh, That's a great signing, one. honestly. Yeah. Tackle from Cincinnati. I, they got one that I want to hear your opinion on, Dan. Uh, BJ Goodson, and I think you said he might get cut before. You know, it was he's an interesting player. He's not very good. And he's a tackling machine when he's got his head on right, but that's yeah, great. I'd rather have Taki Taki and Mac Wilson. Maybe depth, uh, Madman. Maybe that's why they signed him. Uh, uh, I don't have the contract in front of me because it's not uh, announced BJ, yet. Say BJ Goodson. It was a one-year deal. Yeah. The interesting one... signing is Carl Joseph. There you go. In the back end. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I like that, him with Randall paired back there. 
That's what I was going to ask you guys about. I was waiting because as a Browns fan, I was waiting. I wanted to know what you guys specifically thought about Carl Joseph because he's a guy that I got a lot of shares of rookie drafts in IDP, and I thought really highly of him. You guys know it didn't kind of work out, and it it, did, it didn't, and then I don't know what to think of him. So how do you guys think he fits here, and is it they need safeties, they need defensive back help. How does he fit what they're doing in Cleveland, and why should I like this? As a, as a I, I don't know what happened to him in Oakland, but well, he was, yeah, cle- he fell he was out clearly of, in. He, he fell out of favor with doghouse. Yeah, he yeah, fell out of favor with Gruden. Yeah, for whatever reason. It's I a one-year deal with Cleveland, so Dan may disagree with me. Sometimes a change of scenery is all you need, and I think he's a good player. I just think he got he fell in a hole and got in that doghouse with Gruden and it kind of snowballs on you a little bit. Um, I think this will be a good good place for him to go. He can play more take- of a strong safety role. Mm-hmm. Randall can I- play free. I mean, I know Sheldrick Redwine they drafted last year. He might yeah, he split looked good time at times. With Randall. Yeah. I mean, Redwine Randall 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 can also play the slot corner on nickel coverage. Okay. Yeah, because he's a former he's corner. Out there a lot. I know that. he's a former he's corner. A yeah. Yeah. I like Joseph. I think it's a cheap enough deal for the Browns that they're not going to get burned if something goes south. But I think Joseph has enough talent to where he's going to outplay this contract if everything goes right. I know it's a one-year deal, but I think he can do it. You know, no, chance... I know. Yeah. go ahead. I know they're going to bring in guys like um, BJ. I love BJs. I don't know about you guys, but um, <laughs> I know I know they're going to bring in players to you know supplement. And if they're not expensive, it's okay. They've got you know they're trying to you know new coaches. They're going to bring guys in, and if it's not expensive players, it really doesn't matter. They're guys that need to fill the roster. They can do one thing. Right. But they've been very strategic about the major signings. Austin Hooper, Jack Conklin, Billings. All makes sense. Jan- oh. Janovich, or Jan- is it Janovich? I forget how you pronounce his name. But the, full- with Conklin, by the, the fullback, yeah, yeah. The fullback, you know, they need fullbacks, you know, in that offense. They're using the fullbacks, two tight end sets. That makes sense. Even, you know, Kevin Johnson bringing in, you know, cornerback to do some, uh, to do, to, to keep him to do that work there. But, I mean, Carl Joseph. He he has to fit everything else that they're doing that seems smart, right? I mean, everything else seems like it's legitimate. So Joseph must be somebody that they're going to lean on at this strong safety, right? I mean, it, a starter? I mean, one-year deal, so. but it's paying like a starter, no? Yeah, I mean, I would I would start Joseph. Yeah. My question, I guess, to you to get off completely off track here: Does Njoku okay. get traded? You know, I would, not be, I would not be surprised if he does, except, um, and, and the reason is, I mean, just because he's Najoku, he's like Bigfoot, he's like Nessie, he's like, um, you know, he's, he doesn't find really him. exist. He's yeah. this, <laughs> can you find him? Uh, where's Waldo? He's been, he's this great athlete, he looked great in Miami, he's got all these things, these tools, but... He literally has never put that together. Not for any stretches. He got hurt last year. That's unfair. He looked good for a while. Yeah. But I just don't know that he's ever going to be able to play that position. I hope so. You know, I think he's great. My thing is that I actually preferred, I mean, Ricky Seals-Jones looked pretty good last year. And that's not a slouch mm-hmm. of a guy. Plays wide receiver, plays tight end. He's pretty athletic. He's a red zone target. He proved that. He's a big guy. What about Ricky Seals-Jones and Austin Hooper together? 
in the two tight end sets. Now, yeah, maybe Stefanski, maybe him. they're – what's that? They had a chance to tender uh, – Yeah, and they did, Seals right. Jones, so. they didn't, yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't, don't know how excited they are, but – I don't think you spend the money that you did on Hooper – and him not be a vital part of your offense. Well, Hooper's going to be. There's no doubt. Um, if you're looking at Njoku or Seals Jones. Or Fells, right? They still have the Fells, the one Fells guy. Uh, I always get Darren and Daniel confused. But they have maybe. The I mean, I, look at – I think Njoku maybe has the higher upside talent-wise. Well, yeah, but, but he's never. But Hooper, you know, year over year over year, has gotten better. He plays. He can actually play tight end. We don't know if well, Njoku can play tight end. Maybe he should be a receiver. I don't really know. But I'm looking you know, at he's, that he's not guy, cheap. Though. He's not a cheap player, Njoku, right. even on his rookie deal. Maybe they do trade him. I mean, it's a long way till the start of the season. I mean, you never know injuries but or anything. Metrics could guys happen. too. They have metrics guys in place, and Najoku is off the charts with that. I mean, there's not a better-looking prospect on paper than Najoku at tight end, is there? I mean, maybe there's one. Let me ask you this. How, how high was you on him last year at this time? Uh, I was, was really high. high I thought, yeah, yeah, very. I thought he was going to you know, be a really great player for the Browns before the injury, so that could still right. happen. Right. He went up and made a great catch, you know, Baker – Hung him out to dry, and he just got clobbered, <laughs> and, you know, busted himself up. I mean, it was a terrible fall from that. But I mean, he did make the catch. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, we I got want a couple other teams. I just don't have high hopes there. So, yeah. <laughs> we got a couple other teams to hit real quick. Uh, a quick hitter here, uh, Christian Kirksey went to the Packers. Um, I think that's Orin a good Burks. deal for Kirksey as long as he is healthy, although that's been his bugaboo the past few years for sure. a Cleveland fan. And we, no. we actually had a listener on Facebook. He asked me, is Owen Burks still a valuable option there? Yeah, for when Kirksey I gets think hurt. he is because, I don't, like you said, Dan, I don't think Kirksey can stay healthy. So with Martinez out of the way, Kirksey – has these injury issues, I think Burks can really make hay if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to some other signings here. The Dallas Cowboys signed Gerald McCoy to be a deep Love tackle. it or love. Love it or hate it. I like it for Dallas I do too. and for McCoy. Um, I think it's a good signing for both of them. Love um, it. I Stephen Weatherly goes to the Carolina Panthers. They that's also like Griffin go. That's, that's a sneaky a, good signing right there. Uh, it's yeah. a good signing, a cheap signing for the most yes. part. Yes. Yep. Um, they also got Justin Burris. So as many people are leaving Carolina, there's also some people coming to Carolina. Um, the Buffalo Bills really made some moves here, and this is yep. where the Carolina exodus comes into play. <laughs> uh, you had Mario Addison. Uh, Love it or hate sign. it. I think it's good for Addison. He's a 32-year-old, so I don't really love the age, but I think he can still be productive. Takes the place I saw of, something. The takes the place three, of Shaq Lawson, basically. He does, but the last three years, I didn't even realize this. He's had eight or more sacks in each of the last three years. He's a good player. This, he's a good player, but this will help who? My dog, Ed Oliver. I don't know about that. And uh, Oliver, you're just you're just a hater, Dan. God I don't Dan. see Addison and Shaq Lawson being. I think Addison will do better, but I don't know Shaq that it Lawson. helps. I thought Shaq Lawson moved on. 
He did. I, but I'm saying he's going to slide into Shaq Lawson's spot in Buffalo. He's a much better player than Shaq Lawson. Don't even. Yeah, Shaq Don't Lawson, even. you guys like him? <laughs> no, he's not sucked. really. Yeah. Uh, but Mario anyway. Lawson's a much better player than him. Yeah, he's also 32 years old. I don't give a shit. He's still much better than him. I'm an ageist. Oh, my God. AJ Klein comes over to play basically, I guess, to take Lorenzo Alexander's spot. Mm, Um, He was from New Orleans, but he also played in Carolina with um, their head coach. Uh, Vernon Butler from Carolina played D-tackle. And they also got Quentin Jefferson from Seattle. Right. And Tyler Matikavich, primarily a special teams guy. Uh, Most likely. M- Met, yeah, Matikavich. One That's thing that they did do name. is they gave uh, uh, Poyer an extension of two years on his contract, the safety. They did, and they also signed 32-year-old Josh Norman. So, Poyer, another Cleveland Brown that did better when he left the Browns. Who can go figure? That's pretty much the secret to success in life. Poyer's a really good safety. I'm, yeah, I'm in on Poyer. If you can get him at a good value, I would do it. Absolutely. He is. Uh, moving real quick to Arizona. Arizona signed some people here. Uh, they locked down the Dante Fowler, Devondre Campbell, and Devon Kennard trio. At I, like the Cam- I like the Campbell signing. They also have Hicks. They also have Chandler Jones. I mean, I think Campbell. I don't, I don't, I don't get the Devin Kennard. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Eight. I don't understand that. But they also signed Jordan Phillips, who had a good season in Buffalo. Uh, to yep. a three-year deal. Do you get, and you guys are are you high on Phillips and Fowler? Ooh. Or Fowler? No, Phillips. I think. Phillips can do the same as he did last year, I think. Fowler, yeah. I'm just not sure on. I think he takes a hit a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think Fowler. I, I do like Campbell playing opposite of Chandler Jones, though. Well, is he, he's really going to kind of play an inside kind of 3-4. Mm. Next to Jordan yeah, well, Hicks. Yeah. yeah, maybe 3-4, yeah. So that's where Kennard and Fowler, I guess, will swap in now. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Kennard. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, the the Bengals signed DJ Reader and Trey Waynes. Uh, they're just <laughs> priming to get Joe Burrow. <laughs> that's, all they, that's all they care about. Uh, let's see. Scrolling down here. We covered most of these teams. Uh, Seattle signed Bruce Irvin and re-signed uh, Reed, I can't think of his okay. last name. Or first Jerron name. Reed. Jerron, Jerron Reed. Yeah, there you go. Okay, hold up. I gotta ask, while you mentioned Seattle. Yeah. Who signs Jadavion Clowney? Does is Seattle still a player or does he go elsewhere? Seattle's apparently still a player, but they aren't gonna pay him. I know Tennessee's been wants. interested in him, but Take I think him. he's expecting more than what he's gonna get. He's expecting yeah, it's true for everybody, you know. He, well, he, true. Well, he he's one of the few that's not signed yet. Right. He's he's commanding. He's wanting too much, and and I he, don't think when he's he brings when he brings his asking price down, then teams will show more interest. Yeah, you think he will bring his price down? Uh, I think he's going to have to. What do you think his asking price should be? 
Not what it is. What do it's, you think it should be? He's asking for twenty mil a year. I think is what. Okay, he's asking, he's asking for. for twenty. What would you be willing to pay him? Fifteen, uh, probably ten. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> That's awesome. That was like ten my a first year. Guess, yeah. like ten. I mean, yeah. he'll probably get somewhere between fourteen and fifteen. I think, but. Would you be okay if Seattle paid him fifteen? Uh, I don't know that Seattle wants to pay him fifteen. I'm just saying, if they did, would you be okay with that? I'd be okay with it. Do you think they call him Seahawks Dan for no reason? I mean, what are we talking about now? <laughs> I'd be okay with it. I just, again, don't think you get enough sacks for for your your millions here. You need yeah. sacks. Like, <laughs> How many millions getting... is that per every sack? I mean, I think it's, it's the impact plays you one... get with him per game, and that's what me and Dan talked you about. Do. How many impact plays do you get with him per game? And I think that's what you got to... That's what you got to base your if you're he, paying him. He stood ahead. out in four or five games. He did. He did. That that's about it. So he he was okay. not. Is that worth fifteen million to you? Uh, depends if they win those games or not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if he makes if the impact is a win, if I'm willing to pay a, win, a guy yeah. a million dollars a sack. That's me. <laughs> um, well, then you'll pay him nine. Point five million dollars because yep. that's $10 the most million, he's ever just had like in a I season. said, ten right. million a year. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah right in there. I don't oh, know. Well. I think tough. we covered no, more. Yeah, I think we covered most of the stuff. Logan uh, Ryan. Logan Ryan. I think he goes back to Tennessee. Really? I don't want to talk about Tennessee. Wow, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. I mean, who? I mean, the. I mean. Logan Ryan's probably the best corner on the market right now. I'd like to see him in Seattle, to be honest. That'd be great. Seattle needs a corner really bad. They were in on Slay for about a minute. Do you think they'll get anybody else, uh, Dan, or will they look at the draft high, like a high pick? Seattle Seattle will look at the draft unless they can get somebody at a discount. What's your biggest need right now, draft-wise? Ours still edge rusher. See, I think that's ours too. Even they need, with... they need a corner and an edge rusher, and they they've been signing offensive tackles apparently, like Tic Tacs. Because see, I think that's where we're at with the sign with the signing of Beasley. I think we got to look at corner, which tells me I don't. Logan Ryan said that he would take no less than ten million a year, and he would be willing to well, take that's a short what Kendall, time. That's what Kendall Fuller got ten million. If I'm Tennessee, I'm telling you right now. If I'm Tennessee. I'm signing Logan Ryan right now. He was the heart and soul of this defense. You go back and look at his we numbers. Did miss, we missed one team, but go ahead. Who was that? The Chargers. They signed Chris Harris, corner. Ooh, yeah, they and did. And Linval Joseph at tackle. So two 31-year-olds, but they are <laughs> still pretty good. Chris Harris, I like. Yeah, With, Chris, uh, Harris, Hay- Chris Harris, Hayward, Derwin James. Desmond King. Desmond King. And, one of the best. Uh, I think that's one of the best secondaries in the league right now. I really do. Really? On. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Don't Hold you do it. On. Don't you do it. Hold nope. on. I know what he's fixing to do. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I just signed back in. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, Rayshon uh, apparently is still there. Adrian Phillips, I think, signed with the Patriots. I think I read. Yes. Tonight, so. 
That's love what San Diego has on defense. Their offense is going to hurt them a lot. Yeah. But their defense is stacked everywhere. Yeah. yeah. The Browns I'm, need an offensive tackle, man. A left tackle. That's what they need. Big, 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 big time. And then a few other things after that. But the, the left tackle business. The offensive line, depth, left tackle. Man, man. Kind of yeah. off topic for IDP here, but I, I got to know. <laughs> I, I, no, I got to know. I'm always off topic. What's your, what's your thoughts on Baker Mayfield? Um, I really like the fit. Um, of of Stefanski and what they seem to be doing with the offense, the two tight end sets, the fullback, the you know, um, I th- I think giving him the ability to make plays, you know, behind the line of scrimmage, you know, roll out, run, um, not have to force the ball down the field, um, under pressure, into traffic, you know, certainly take some shots downfield. Hopefully, more than Kirk Cousins took last year in Minnesota for crying out loud. <laughs> But, you know, he's got the arm to do it, but he also has the accuracy to do it and, you know, eliminate half the field maybe for the guy at a time because he seems to work well like that, um, you know, able to, to process things, you know, not maybe four reads deep like some of the best players, but able to find the, the open guy. And in this offense, there should always be somebody open. There, there, there are going to be multiple players, man-to-man, single coverage kind of stuff with a tight end in the seam. I, I think that he's going to do um, much better than last year. You know, it was perfect to couple his uh, sophomore slump with that shitty season, get it out of the way. I think the, you know, this season is certainly going to be an improvement in fantasy you know, I, I think that Baker's a top 15 guy in fantasy points, even in this offense. Uh, I really do. Um, so, But I wouldn't get too excited. I don't think he's a top 10, you know, uh, maybe quarterback one yet. But I think he's going to have a good year, and I think this offense is going to suit him. I think the Browns are going to win a lot of games, man, with uh, Nick Chubb. Dude, this offense is better for Nick Chubb, than, I think, than anyone else. Um, you know, unloading the ball to Kareem Hunt and the tight ends. Um, I'm, I'm excited for what this what – this, I think this is the best um, combination of things the Browns have ever had, you know, in 20 years as far as coach, GM, outlook, players, young, talented guys that brought in Hooper. I really, I really do think they're going to win a lot of games, more importantly than the fantasy points. Right. Yeah. If I, told you Dan, I, traded... I don't know if Dan agrees, but I mean, I really do. I think they're gonna. You know, I I want them to go eight and eight. That would be a success. I, yeah, I was gonna say I was so burnt. I think last year by overhype of the Browns that it yeah. just <laughs> me too. Because I right. took a lot of. I mean, I wasn't in too many startups last year, but like best ball leagues and stuff like that, I fell into the. I'm not. I'm not a Beckham fan at all. But um, me neither. I thought that. With him and Landry, that would make. I'm not them, a Beckham fan either, man. That would you know that, what? that would make like. How can you cover everybody like on I that team? I don't own Beckham anywhere, and I'm in probably forty plus leagues, and I don't own any of him, any share of him. He, anywhere. Yeah, he's 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 just one of those guys, you know. I think he's a talented player, but I would much rather <laughs> own Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I would. Bless him. Bless uh, him. Bless him. Although Landry's going to be missing, he might not be ready for the start of camp with his injury that he uh, surgery he had. Correct. I know. I don't know what to think about that, man. <laughs> I, I'm always a little leery about players that are going to not be ready for the start of the year. 
You know, I look at like uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Demarcus Lawrence had the surge shoulder surgery real late, and then it it messed with him. I think all season. I don't think he was it, right. Did, it, what what happened to him again? That holdout shit. I mean, well, last year he, he had a shoulder issue. What ha- What happened to him? I don't remember. Last year, at, not last year, two years ago, I guess, the end of the season, he needed shoulder surgery. Right. Okay. Uh, so he and the Cowboys were negotiating. He got franchise tagged, and he basically yep. told the Cowboys, I am not getting my surgery until we get this deal done. Right. So the uh, Cowboys eventually get the long-term deal ironed out. Then he has a surgery, and then he's, you know, missed the start of training camp. Right. Wasn't really a hundred percent. Never got there. Never really right. got to a hundred percent. So, right. you know, you, you worry about these delayed surgeries. I mean, he didn't really delay much, but you know, he should have probably shut it down. Especially seeing as though their season wasn't really heading anywhere. Shut it down and gotten the surgery earlier. But how much does he have left to play? I mean, is he after this? Is he going to be fine? Who's that? Demarcus Lawrence. I think he'll have a good bounce back season this year because he'll okay. be he'll be one hundred percent now. But I don't think he'll he was like, ever one hundred percent last year, though. He'll be like maybe eighty, ninety percent of Daryl Winstead this year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, well it's late, fellas. It's really yeah. late. It's, it's, it's midnight. Past my bedtime. Yes, it is. Yes. Way past my bedtime. All working tomorrow, man. Good, good this time, is... man. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man. Appreciate no, thank you. So, man, this man, where, good. where, where can they find you? I know they probably found you long before they found <laughs> us, but they ran into me whether they wanted to or not. At <laughs> Dynasty Madman on the Twitter box, man. Uh, you know, at Dynasty Trades HQ is the podcast with Shane and Mike. Um, yeah, we do that every week, and I edit uh, over at Devi Watch too. But I don't really do much else other than spouting off on the Twitter box. And I appreciate you guys having me tonight. It's been great. I'll tell you what, D Win is um, a unique character. You don't find him <laughs> in every crowd, uh, thankfully, because we don't want to get coronavirus. We're supposed to social distance. But other than that, um, Dan, you have a radio voice, man. You should probably be on the radio, man. There you go. I should be, you know, DJ guy. DJ Dan. DJ Dan. Head swell like that, man. What is wrong with you? The the soothe, the soothing uh, tones of the semi Philly accent. Soothing tones of Dan's voice. And while we got you here, Madman, you've got to tell Shane, I've got to come on. It's me versus him. Dude, that would be amazing. Shane Shane thinks he's pretty smart now with all the data and metrics, you know. Oh, he does used to he just now? Be this guy that juggled players and traded away guys on a whim and now he's like using all these data sets and stuff like that. I mean, I still kick his ass in most of our <laughs> all of our leagues. I don't know if he's ever beaten me, honestly. In a league where I didn't have a good team, he he went to the title game and lost, uh, of course, but um, you know, he's won some, but I'm not in any of those leagues with him. So I kid him. I'm like, "Are you ever going to beat me, dude?" So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just I'm just messing around. He's he's good, but yeah, we'll get you guys on a show, and it'll be I want to do that like head to head competitions. We'll we'll get. Hey, you guys I'm game. You say when and where, let me know, and I'll be there, man. All I right, got uh... him. I got Shane. <laughs> well, you can check out my fantasy booking article. I have to go back and check to see how I did. I think I got some of the 
some of the teams right, just not some of the players. You know, okay. I kind of switched around some of the players. Like I had Schobert going to Green Bay, and mm-hmm. I had uh, I had um, what's his name um, Campbell going to Jacksonville. So I kind of switched around some of those. I think I had Littleton going to the Raiders. Nice. Maybe. That, Maybe I messed that up. I don't know. That's actually, you know, the Schobert thing. You said the Packers. Yeah, he went. He that played at Wisconsin. Sense, man, honestly, I he played at Wisconsin, game. and he was going to be a little. Che- although he ended up more expensive than Blake Martinez, I thought he'd be a little cheaper than Martinez. But um, well, you know, they Green Bay's GM kind of said he wasn't going to spend a lot in free agency this year, mm-hmm. so it kind of made sense that they went with Kirksey because he's the cheaper option. But okay. I'm just not buying that he's going to stay healthy. So. Yeah, no, he can't. He, he doesn't make it through a whole season. I wouldn't count yeah. on it again either. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Well, it's been fun. You're our first guest of the off season here. Yes, yeah, yeah man. We'll have Anytime. To get I, I don't know that I added a ton of insight, but this was a blast. <laughs> I hope you guys had yeah. fun. I mean, yeah. I do like IDP. I just, um, you know, my forte is um, in other areas. I can compete. You know, Dan. You know, I mean, we've had yeah. conversations about guys and. Um, you know, it, but IDP people who think they can just do it easily, I think they're wrong. I mean, you can do it, you can play it, you can, you know, get your favorite guys and all that stuff. But to be good at it, I think you have to be a, a cut above. There's just something, there's another element like, uh, you know, an A game to it. And not everybody has that. And I think you guys are helping people, you know, bring their A game more than, you know, um, they're going to have without you. You know, it's, it's a tough racket for sure. You just don't jump in there head first. Um, or you'll end up like D-Win at the end of the day, and you don't <laughs> want that. Yeah, yeah. We try. I tried to bring the, uh, I guess, stability. <laughs> a level, a certain Thanks. level-headedness. Or, yeah. No, D-Win's great, though, man. I love – he is risky, and I like that. You have to he do is. it sometimes. He's the I Bruce Arians of uh, defensive coordinators. <laughs> <laughs> no risket, no biscuit. There you no go, biscuit, man. No biscuit, D-Win. <laughs> oh well daryl what do you got to say anything any last thoughts uh want to thank madman for coming on uh first guest of the year love it um you can follow me at dffdwin on twitter you can follow me on facebook at the idp group page a lot of good stuff going over there dan's on there a lot of good questions you can follow me on uh reddit at king titan one um, and of course, follow our podcast, IDP Nation. And if you're into Devi, check us out. We have a new thing going on called Dig Devi IDP Grind. If you're into that sort of thing, it's uh, it takes your IDP level to the next game. And we're on with Eric. Um, I'm a little bit of everywhere right now, and I've written oh, shit probably eight articles in the last four days. So, yeah. Eric. Who's Eric? Eric H. Oh, help me, Dan. At EJH something or some numbers. Yeah, he's uh, over with me at the IDP guys. Uh, oh, yeah, he does yeah, some okay. uh, some stuff over there. Uh, does some editing over there. Does some writing. Are we live streaming to YouTube right now? No, <laughs> no, we aren't. We don't. We don't do the live stream yet. Dan, tell you what, I will never forget, and I will always call you this from this day forward, King Titan. Because King just Titan. King that's Titan is that's a ballsy name, man. I'm telling you, it is. I like but it. 
remember on our way out here. I just got. I one. actually might change my Twitter handle to that. I've had Hollywood for a long time, but uh, I man. think you should change it to King Titan. I like it, man. That's Everybody awesome. knows me by King Titan, man. I mean, yeah. it's a. Uh, Especially Hollywood's not really good enough for you. It's kind of a, a jaded city, you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, it's not good enough, man. You can call yourself Nashville over Hollywood. <laughs> huh, Nashville's cool. Well, I gave Daryl an hour and a half without bringing it up. Oh, the franchise man. quarterback of the oh, Tennessee God, Titans. I, hate I fucking hate you. Marcus <laughs> Mariota. <laughs> he went to the Raiders. Me. Ryan. Tannehill. He's a backup quarterback on the Raiders. <laughs> Dirty Anyways. Run, fuck. I hate both. Ryan Go future, bro. Two years. Uh, Good night now. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Later. I hate Dan. I 